The gang finds a town that seems to be giving thanks to the Avatar, but they're actually gathering in memorial of a supposed murder they still resent him for, despite how many new years have passed since that day. An accusation this ludicrous must be defended against, though, and Sokka and Katara go through the labor of fighting for Aang's independence, hoping this town won't harbor ill will toward him anymore. everybody at last it is time to discuss episode 25 of avatar the last airbender nick montagani here with brendan riley brendan good to be speaking avatar with you once again yeah we're back bitches <laughs> speaking avatar makes it sound like i'm talking in the navi language yeah not yet there that game isn't out yet Ah, I forgot there was a game. Yeah, Far Cry Avatar. The problem is, is that's probably going to be pretty fun. <laughs> but it's Avatar, so I'm not going to touch it. No, nope. I've got friends that are very excited about it. I'm indifferent, I think is the best word. I was just in Walt Disney World, as I'll do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we rode the Avatar ride, I think, three or four times. Man, the one where you're flying around? Not the one that you might think of is the one where you're flying around, but we instead do the one that is like the little boat ride. Oh, okay. It's kind of a peaceful, air-conditioned sort of thing. Yep, that's fair. That's much easier to get on than the one where you fly around, so it's it's... It's good, yeah, a good multi-time thing, like every trip we can get on that, just kind of chill out, mm -hmm. look at stupid Avatar shit around us, but be happy that we're sitting in a little boat in the air conditioning. Yeah, like uh, Planet Spaceship Earth, that's what it's called. Planet Spaceship Planet Earth. Planet Spaceship Earth, like that one. I rode that one 15 times in a row. I think we've talked about that on the I podcast before. That's like the only thing I have to say about Disney. All the rides are scary, and I read that ride, or I rode that ride a lot of times. Every time we ride that ride now, uh, my wife says, I think of Brendan every time <laughs> we do this, because I told her the story of how you started getting sick because you kept smelling Rome burning the, so many The times. fake smoke smell, yeah. I can understand that. You sniff it once, and you're like, oof, pungent. And then if you did it 15 times, I don't think I could stand yeah, it. Yeah, in a row. I just wanted to see all my different futures. Were you satisfied? Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw every possible future. You made all the good jib jabs on the screen? <laughs> yeah, sure did. <laughs> every time I do that, it takes the picture of my face and it always comes out like choppy and blurry and like you can't see my face. And mm -hmm. I don't know what it is 
about that. It's, I, I, it's not like I'm making an inappropriate face or something. It's that face scrambling technology you got implanted. I shouldn't have done that. That was yeah. pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. Also, the government couldn't track you through the CCTV. I got too into Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> and say, hey, I can augment myself. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't worth it. Hey, hey. Brendan. It's been a little bit mm-hmm. since we've chatted here. And uh, I'm curious to know, I haven't given you a chance to do this yet on this podcast of ours, but it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. How's Futurama treating you these days? Ah, I actually haven't watched it since we last <laughs> talked about it, which I don't think we recorded, but it was a few weeks ago. Uh, so I'm a few episodes behind now, but the Hulu show is fine. Just fine. Yeah, uh, so I think there are some episodes that were outright bad uh, and other episodes that were pretty OK. OK, I really liked the Amazon episode. I thought that was pretty fun. Is that like the jungle or the website? Like the website. Got it. Uh, Mamazon. And it starts to take over the, the whole universe. True to life, huh? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's so horrible that it's taken over the universe. But the prices in the shipping are so good. <laughs> can't argue with that yeah uh so that was pretty fun but uh, I, I don't know it's it's too topical i don't know if it always was and i just was a kid so i didn't realize it um but it feels too it feels too like in the now for a show about the future <laughs> that's weird yeah a, a show like the simpsons another thing that mm-hmm. they should just let die like has to be topical because it's always ongoing and the characters live in the present day um and i i I think futurama used to do that like they would have topical references and jokes and things but i don't think any of their plots were like things that were happening right now they were more general sure uh but now we have like one of the episodes was a full-on uh dune parody uh which i think even for topical is a little late because that movie now is like two years old. Yeah, I mean, we're approaching the next one, but yeah. that's not the one I'm sure that they are full on referencing in that episode. Uh, well, they're, I think just the story, but because that movie just came out, I think that's what they're going for. Yikes. Um, I don't know. It just felt out of place. Um, That is weird. I guess I don't recall it being super topical in that way either um the most topical that they would get on that show which i think is very funny still is that all of the celebrity cameos they would have would be like celebrities of like the early 2000s yes and i think i the reason that worked i think is because fry would have known them Sure. But now we're like so far beyond that. We're into references that even Fry wouldn't get. No. Because he's been gone for 30 years. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I don't know. It's uh, I have to keep watching it, but I'm not. Super do you impressed. feel you do feel an obligation that you have to? Continue yeah, on? I started it, so I'm going to, to finish it, um, but mm. I'm not in love with it. And they did the thing that Hulu loves to do where they stick Hulu into things. So, like, the title splash says Hulu-rama, which I fucking hate. 
I hate that. Yeah, but that's just that's literally just the title screen, and it's only like a two second thing, and then the ship flies through it, and it turns into Futurama. But I'm like, stop I doing still, this. Every Hulu, I still hate that. Every Hulu show feels the need to talk about Hulu. Nobody's talking about Hulu. Yeah, like fucking Solar Opposites had an entire episode where they're going to a Hulu themed amusement park. Ugh, that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fund. You gotta fund these shows somehow, Brendan. They say, "Hey, we'll let you. Uh, we'll order a full season, but mm-hmm. you gotta really advertise the platform. You gotta remind people what they're watching, even though they probably are paying for the Hulu with ads version. So yep. they're still getting ads in the middle of this thing. That's how I'm watching probably it. Ads for Hulu most of the time. Yeah. Yep." <laughs> That sucks. That sucks. Hulu sucks. All streaming services suck. Have you noticed that streaming services suck now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> Were they ever good, though? I mean, I think Netflix was good when it had things that I hadn't seen yet. Hmm. But now that I've watched everything that I wanted to watch and nothing that comes out is any good, I'm kind of right. over it. Netflix was good when it was like the the home where everyone could go, oh, I've never watched Breaking Bad before. Let yes. me binge the entire thing right now. Yep. I watched Breaking Bad on that. I watched Twin Peaks. Uh, right. I liked some of the original shows that they canceled one season in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Stranger Things was fun for a season. Mm-hmm. Fell off of that after the first season. Uh, and I guess it's still going. That seems to be the only one that can keep the stream that alive. and now people seem really into one piece no the live action yeah people are fucking hyped about that show i have seen no talk about that but i have really? seen trailers and was curious to hear what people thought people are loving it uh and it's been confirmed wow. for a second season wow yeah which is i'm wild like to shook to my core right now um, at hearing this. i never liked one piece um so I probably won't watch it because I just don't care. But people seem to like it. <laughs> All I know about One Piece is uh, there's a girl with dead eyes and gigantic titties. And then which was I, I mean, I guess I guess I don't know. <laughs> That's every female character in the show. <laughs> All right. Well, there's girls that fit yeah. that description then. And then the guy with the straw hat, who in my mind, his name is One Piece. Uh, Luffy. Nope, his name is One Piece. Yeah, that's Mr. One Piece. It's One Piece himself. The guy with the swords. His brother is Two Piece. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really good. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be a pretty good bit. Um, But I, wow, I can't believe people are into that because it's been yeah i mean we've talked about that on this show it's been a long bumpy road for these live action animes huh people are saying this is the one that that broke the curse of the live action anime shows and then other people are responding with uh alita battle angel that movie that came out okay uh which i watched and thought it was very good didn't realize it was an anime adaptation i know very little about that but i know people liked it yeah that was fine I don't know. Yeah, but people like One Piece. Crazy. Wow. I'm not, like, upset about it. I would like all of these shows to be good. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want them to fail. I want people to have a good time, (laughs) but it's not for me. 
It's usually not the way it goes, but it sounds like that's that's working out. It sounds like Futurama is maybe not working. No, I think Futurama should stay dead for once. Fucking what is this like the fifth time it's come back? They just won't. I, I every time it comes back, I'm disappointed. I think this has been the best revival so far, which isn't really saying all that much. Wow. Um, It didn't have a Lolcats episode yet. Yet. Yeah. Give it time. (laughs) But they'll have uh, more modern memes. Mm -hmm. I think it's got another couple months in its run. They'll have episodes based around popular TikTok trends. I bet. I think that will probably think be a thing that happens. Uh, there was one episode where they just they said the word ivermectin, and that was that was it. They just said it. Hmm. Um, I was like, is that a joke? Are we? What's the punchline? I don't even know how to touch that, <laughs> but that sounds like it sucks. Just like, you're just like <laughs> forcing shit into this. I don't know. Uh, that's really frustrating. Hey, hopefully we're not as frustrated with episode 25 of Avatar The Last Airbender. Want to find out? Well, let's find out. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 25 of Avatar The Last Airbender titled Avatar Day. Yeah. Brendan, every day is Avatar Day for me. Am I right, my Navi brother? Yeah. Living that Avatar lifestyle, I would say. Mm-hmm. My blue body paint is on the way. Uh, that's weak. You should not paint yourself blue. You should instead find a way to actually implant yourself into an Avatar body. Ooh, yeah, that'd be more fun. Then I'd be tall and could jump. <laughs> well, for now, you're not very tall. And I, I don't and know I if you can jump. jump. I've never seen you do it. I cannot. I, I am, It's impossible for me to leave the ground. That's good. That's good, though. They say keep your (laughs) head in the clouds and your feet on the ground. Yeah, I I am cursed. I am tethered to the ground. Never to leave. (laughs) Never to. I do not have a jump. Solid soil. I can jump if I run off the edge of something, though. Is that jumping or falling? Well, I do like a little flip. (laughs) Well, I I mean, that sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. Doing that a lot these days. Uh, No, there's not a lot of edges. Yeah. the, you can pretty much get anywhere without <laughs> encountering an, a ledge. <laughs> a single edge. Yeah. Uh, just travel to the edge of the earth, Brendan. I've heard it's flat. Yeah, I've heard that. NASA would never let me near the edge. We don't have to get into that, but that is what we both believe. Yep. Hey, Avatar Day is the name of this episode. Yeah. April 28, 2006. Previously... On Avatar. Uh, Last time around, we traveled through the swamp. Remember that? Oh, yeah, we did. (laughs) It's been a little while since we recorded. Oh, boy. That was an episode. Uh, It was was an episode of this television show. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Not that anything that happened in that episode is relevant to what we'll be talking about in this episode. Or maybe any episode ever. (laughs) Probably never again. Oh, wait, there's that girl who's from the future. Is that what they established with that girl? Don't worry about it. You're going (laughs) to, you'll figure some things out. (laughs) All right. So that might be important. 
that's true. It doesn't rear its head in this episode, but yeah, we'll but we'll have things to talk. Other about. than that, we learned Katara's mom still dead. Sokka's Not girlfriend around. also still dead. <laughs> She's in the sky now. <laughs> Congratulations. Confirmed. None of them have come back. Weird hillbilly redneck guys not dead in swamp oh waterbenders can bend plants fucking <laughs> all right let's move on okay i don't we don't need to get you going on this path again <laughs> uh also we saw that zuko has had enough of uh, street begging and has retaken the mantle of the blue spirit that's true so i guess we got something out of that episode yeah. yep that comes up a lot in this one. It's important for what we're going to talk about. So let's talk about it. Yeah. The gang is sleeping on some tree stumps in a forest somewhere. Brendan, the ground has probably got to be so much more comfortable than sleeping on a tree stump. I would imagine so. Yeah. Why would you make that choice? And Sokka's got like his neck, his head fully bent back, hanging off the edge of that thing. That looks so uncomfortable. You would wake up with just every part of your back in absolute pain. I would be in pain for weeks, I think, if I did that. I like can't sleep put myself in that mind space. Yeah, I sleep wrong on my my nice, comfortable bed, and I'm in pain for weeks sometimes. Brendan, I just told you that I did eight straight days yeah. in Walt Disney World theme parks. God damn, my back is fucking killing me. I believe it. Yeah. Never have I had so much back pain. I don't know if it's, I think it's a combination of carrying a heavy backpack for eight straight days. Are you using the, the waistband? No, I got a back backpack. Yeah, but the backpack has a waistband. It goes around your, your torso. I don't think mine, the one I was using, I don't think it did. Oh, well then you're fucking up. You need a different backpack. That takes a lot of the weight off your shoulders. Is that what that's for? Yeah, it makes it more comfortable to carry for long periods of time. Because I do have backpacks that have that extra band, and I'm like, what What do I do with this? Yeah, if you're going to be hiking, you want to be using that, because otherwise all the pressure's on your shoulders. Well, you think this cowboy's doing a lot of hiking <laughs> these days? You you went to Disney eight days in a row. That sounds like a I lot of hiking. I don't call that a hike. I call that a <laughs> magical vacation. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah, next time, give it a shot. Right, see I'll keep that see how it treats you. Uh, yeah, my back's in rough shape, mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I believe it, yeah. Do you have the thing where when you're wearing a backpack for a long period of time, the back of your shirt rides up all day? Constantly. I and I gotta keep pulling it down yep. like some imbecile. You do the thing where you, like, you snap your butt back to, to throw the backpack off you mm -hmm. for a second so you can pull your shirt down real quick? Or I stick my thumbs underneath, like, the straps of my backpack and kind of carry it, like, <laughs> up off my shoulders a yep. little bit all day to prevent that from happening. But then, like, my hands get tired. Yep. <laughs> I don't miss There's backpacks. There's no good option. No, no. I don't miss being a child. I did not use my locker in high school probably as much as I should have. So mm -hmm. I just had a fully loaded backpack at all times. Yeah, I couldn't get mine open. You just couldn't open the locker? Well, I could, but I had to pull on it and kick it really hard, and the teachers got really mad about it. It's a good thing that we fund our public schools in this country, huh? <laughs> yeah. I had the same <laughs> locker for four years, and it was broken the entire time. <laughs> what an experience. The good news was, though, I didn't ever have to put in the combination for it, because the lock didn't work. <laughs> That's great news. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, we must move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're sleeping here. There's a spider that spun a web inside of Sokka's wide open mouth. Horrifying and disgusting. You know what the worst part about that is, is that this happens to all of us throughout our lives and we don't even know it. The spider spins a whole web. I don't know if like this specific thing happens, but they there are statistics out there about like how many bugs crawl into your mouth while you're sleeping every yeah, year. I don't know that I believe those. I've always heard that. They're like you swallow seven spiders a year. I'm like people I say a lot true. of things. People say a lot of things that I don't think are true. Because how would people know that? Who's like are you somebody is it somebody's job to sit there and watch people to see if bugs crawl in their mouth? Well, there are such things as sleep studies, but I don't know if the point of those is to see how many bugs crawl into your no, mouth. Most of the time, that's for sleep apnea. <laughs> I only have sleep apnea because I'm so scared of bugs. <laughs> There's just so many bugs up in there. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. My mouth is full of bugs. <laughs> I'm like that little girl in Twin Peaks The Return, episode eight. Yeah, with the frog bug. That's too big of a bug. That shouldn't have crawled up in there. <laughs> Spoilers? I don't know. It's How could it be a spoiler? Nobody knows what it meant. That show's like fucking 10 years old now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, a fly lands on the web in Sokka's mouth, and Momo wants to eat one or both of the bugs in Sokka's mouth right now. <laughs> yep. Jams his whole monkey hand right into Sokka's mouth, waking him up. He's like, what are you doing in my mouth? <laughs> yeah. Which maybe, I don't know, which would be worse if you woke up with Momo's hand in your mouth or if you woke up with Momo's mouth on your mouth? <laughs> well, <laughs> like if he just like went for it and was like, ah, <laughs> I've never woken up with Momo's mouth on my mouth, but I have in my dreams had Momo's <laughs> mouth on my mouth many, many times. I so don't know. That doesn't sound too bad to me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure which one I would prefer. Uh, we'll kind of figure it out and like see <laughs> how you're feeling in those emotions. Yeah, everyone can write in, tell us how they what they would prefer. Which of Momo's body parts do you want on your mouth? And please be careful when you answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone is woken up by this rumbling sound approaching them. Uh, out of the forest bursts a bunch of big burly dudes riding those big badass rhinos that we love yeah. so much. Yeah. Who the fuck are these guys? I don't know. What are these guys up to is my <laughs> question. They all have like their own weapons of choice. Which is fun. Uh, yeah. Which is good. They've all got unique fighting styles. Again, who are these guys? What are they up to? <laughs> will, Why are they here now? Will we ever learn more about them? Hard to say, but for now, I'm kind of enjoying what I'm looking at. <laughs> Uh, the gang's about to leave, but Katara sees something sitting in the camp, and she yells, My scrolls! Oh my god, these fucking scrolls. <laughs> these fucking scrolls again. Does she even need these scrolls that's, anymore? That's what I was thinking the entire time. I was like, you really don't need the scrolls. <laughs> fucking leave them. You've already been named a waterbending master. Yeah, I don't know. Well, she runs in and grabs her precious, precious scrolls. Mm-hmm. Aang yells, my staff, which is much more important. Yeah, to arguably more important. Yep. I don't think that can be denied. Even then, though, I feel like he could probably replace that should he need to. 
Well, I don't know, Brendan. There's no other like airbending monks around to fashion him a new one. But people know how to make like fans and kites. Like it's, I think it would be possible. <laughs> have you ever seen a fan or kite in this world? I have. I think I've seen both, but I've definitely seen fans. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, one of these guys wraps a chain around a tree and fucking pulls the tree down. Yeah, with what leverage? Like, <laughs> How strong is this chain? And then we man? see that the tree is massive, too. It's not even just like a small tree. No, no. This is like the biggest tree you've it's ever like seen in It's like a redwood fucking gigantic tree he just gives a little, little tug with a chain yep. down it goes try that at home kids see if you can you didn't pull see, a tree down you didn't see before this altercation he just took like a hundred wax at the tree with an <laughs> axe setting it up for this fight and then yeah just had a little bit left to give it a tug while they were all asleep he prepped the arena Nobody could tell because Sokka's snores were so loud because his mouth was full of bugs. <laughs> yep. Uh, Aang vaults over that fallen tree and grabs his staff. Uh, he climbs up aboard Appa, and according to my Netflix subtitles, he shouts, Yup, yup. Yup, I saw that as well. You, you, you were using the subtitles. I this was. Time? Uh, and I also noted that it said, Yup, yup. <laughs> So I'm very Someone's glad you brought that up. in the closed captioning room, <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, his his famous catchphrase, yup, yup. Yup, yup. Yarp, yarp, he says. <laughs> He's always said that. Yeah. And Appa responds to it so well. <laughs> There's a lot of things that feel off about this episode. Uh, the subtitle is not, not being the only thing. The animation in this episode is also very strange. I would agree with that. Um, not a, I don't think the animation's in a bad way, though. Maybe so. The yup yup is worse, but the everything feels weird in this episode. It makes me wonder when they like animated this. Like, yeah. is this something like all of these Avatar Day sequences? Not like the Zuko stuff that we're going to talk about with standing. Like, when did they make all of this stuff? It feels like out of place. For like where we are, uh, in the story, yeah. You know what? Almost. That actually kind of makes sense. Well, especially because of where we find out they are, like their location in the world. Yeah. Um. Maybe they made it when they made the first visit to this area, right? But I don't think the animation was even as expressive then. Like something, it feels, it feels almost rotoscoped in a way. Mm. Um. Or like motion captured. There's like a lot of like fluidity to the animation, sure. but at the same time, it's like really low frame rate fluidity. There were a few animation studios that worked on this show. I'll bet you we could find out if like a different one tackled this episode as opposed to like all the other yes. ones that we've been watching recently. This I'll one bet we could find that. This one feels the most like um of like a real anime. I'm gonna say it. I said it. This one has that uh -oh. kind of this one has that kind of like kinetic feel to the animation. Finally, we're turning him around. I, I did dig that. Uh, especially there's one guy who like puts his shirt over his head. And the, mm -hmm. that animation, I was like, all right, I like I like what's happening here. <laughs> this is something that Vegeta would do. <laughs> it feels more like a studio trigger thing to me. Vegeta couldn't possibly pull his shirt up over his very tall hair. No, he's got his hair's too big. Is his hair rigid, though? Have we ever seen his hair, like, fall flat? I don't know. I, 
maybe i don't know that they could though because then you can't tell who who's who okay Talk about Vegeta more while I Google the phrase Vegeta flat hair. Uh, Vegeta is a character in Dragon Ball Z introduced in episode one. The Saiyans. <laughs> the results of this are not as good as I was hoping. It's mostly like silhouettes of just Vegeta's hair that people have made and are <laughs> selling on like Redbubble. Nice. Um, so. I don't think they can though, because every character in that show looks the same except their hair. This is true. So if you if you bring their hair down, you can't tell who you're looking at. Then he would just be Bulma. Yeah, might as well be. Uh, Vegeta and Bulma, long storied history, but yeah. we simply don't have time for that. No, now. no. Um, yup, yup. Aang says. <laughs> <laughs> They start flying away, but Sokka shouts, wait, my boomerang. Yeah, they got to go back for the boomerang. I feel like I feel like the boomerang and the staff are the most critical things here. The scrolls useless. Yeah. But even Katara right now says there's no time. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Doesn't seem fair. Even Sokka's pissed. He's like, I could have taken off on Appa at any point, but I let you guys get your fucking trinkets. Yeah. I don't know. They're, although they're, when he's complaining to them, he's like, it's like if if Aang lost his arrow or you and then he like hangs on uh, Katara for a second. And I was like, <laughs> say the necklace, say the fucking necklace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so far past that now. <laughs> like I, the necklace would have been the most like logical thing. And instead, he's like your your curly hair things. He says her hair loopies, which yeah. is very funny because we've literally never described those on the show before. No, no. Uh, swing and a miss. I think that would have been the time. And I might have I might have forgiven all of the necklace bullshit had they done that. I'm like 90 percent sure we're done with necklace territory. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. We know the significance of it now. It's never coming back up. That story's come full circle, much like. <laughs> The necklace itself sitting around Katara's neck. Yeah. I don't know. And But then they could have done a thing where she goes, I did lose it. And then he could be like, oh, you got it back. And she could be like, well, you might be able to get your boomerang back. Uh, who fucking knows? You know, like a like a, a well-written story. Who's got the time? <laughs> Not us. We got to go see Avatar Day. We're going to Avatar Day. Uh, yeah, Sokka is just having an absolute identity crisis now without his boomerang. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at some stall somewhere and, uh, the man working at the stall hands them some food and calls Sokka ponytail guy. Yep. Which Sokka dejectedly says, I used to be boomerang guy. No, you, no, you weren't. No, never was. Um, but I, I, I feel you. (laughs) I see. I feel your pain, but you were never boomerang guy. (laughs) We never understood how important the boomerang was. To no. you, Sokka, and we're sorry for that. Yeah. Yep. Most of the time we're talking about his weird axe machete thing. Yes, which I'm still not sure is different from the boomerang. I feel like it's like a shape-shifting weapon that based based on what he needs, it changes. In any scene, you can look at it might be something different. Yeah, because the machete thing has like a big ball on one side of it, doesn't it? Yes. Like embedded in the back of it. Where but we don't see it on his person in this episode. 
No, we don't, which I think is to place more emphasis on the boomerang. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like whatever one... He's like a video game character who can only have one primary weapon equipped. Mm-hmm. And so like it just changes on his back based on what he has equipped from the menu. I guess it is kind of funny that like Sokka really... I guess maybe the point they're trying to make is like, oh, Sokka doesn't have like a, a thing. Yeah. Sokka, he's not the avatar with all of the fun abilities. He's not like a awesome waterbender who can do all this stuff. Like what, what is Sokka? Who are you? <laughs> Sokka's existential crisis. <laughs> We're going to live through it in multiple <laughs> stages in this episode. Um, Katara pays this vendor in water tribe currency, which has never come up before that there's different currencies between the different nations Right? It's just been money been up to this issue. point. Never been an issue. Yeah. It's uh, it's an issue in this episode. <laughs> it, it becomes a problem. It will become one. It's not <laughs> one to this guy, though. He's like, hey, money's money. Yeah. If it spends, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not realize there was different currency. I just I assumed so. the world worked on, like, uh, RPG gold and silver Credits. and bronze. Yeah, Wulongs. Everyone just has credits. <laughs> everyone pays for their goods and services in Zenny. <laughs> yeah, they pay the man and he joyously says to them, have a nice Avatar day. Yeah. And say, well, hold on a second. What's this now about Avatar day? I've never heard of this. Yeah. It's just one of those fake ass holidays that they're making up these days. Like, ah, oh, it's National Margarita Day. Who decided that? It's every day's a national day now. Everything is every. Yeah, everything has its own day. Mm-hmm. Today, I th- I think literally today while we're recording is National Voter Registration Day. I'm like, oh, well, who decided this? Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> who decided this? <laughs> every day is a day. It's Avatar Day, though, in this world. Yeah. Or at least in this one town. <laughs> I think it's just this town. Just just here. <laughs> uh, they head to the nearby town, which is, yes, celebrating a holiday that is devoted to the Avatar. Uh, through the streets, they're parading these huge wooden floats depicting the previous Avatars. These things are great. Um, they are great. Uh, we find out the reason for this later, but while I was watching the scene, I was really annoyed that they only have floats of the three most recent avatars. It's they, it takes so long to put those together. But. Yeah, but like, th- those are the only ones we ever hear about. And this, it's true. This would have been the perfect opportunity to just like show off a bunch of avatars. But no, let's work our way a little bit backwards. Yeah, know, like expand the avatar roster. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, we find out why the why they start at Kyoshi here, but. At the time of watching it, I was a little annoyed with it. Yeah, that's true. They're knowing that we have a, a large number, but again, we're still not sure based on the timeline. <laughs> An indeterminately large number of avatars. There are at least more than three avatars, <laughs> and this show is to this point not willing to explore any of them. No, and I think that's disappointing. We've hardly even explored the damn one of them, which is Kiyoshi, which, like, thank God we have this episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. We'll, we'll to get say, to it. <laughs> to not get too far into that, but, like, we are so far in 
Aang and Roku territory, territory that it's like, let's, what else is there? Yes, I'm, do- I'm done with Roku. Roku had a whole season all to himself. Let's move on. Let's let's expand. You've had your time, you dead old man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kiyoshi float, a Roku float, and finally they wheel in a float of Aang with this big, huge, dumb grin on his face. <laughs> I really liked it. It's very funny. It's also the least accurate effigy of the three avatars yes. because he's as tall as the other ones. It looks unnatural. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Ang's like, I'm not 100% comfortable with this holiday, but like, you know what? I'm not going to stop them. Let's see. Let's see where this goes. Let them cook. (laughs) Oh, damn. They're going off. (laughs) Uh, The townsfolk surround these tall, glorious statues and into the scene runs a guy carrying a torch like the Olympic opening ceremonies. I have expected chariots of fire to start playing. Oh, that would have been beautiful. Maybe somebody can do that. Cut that up. There's got to be. What do they call those AMVs? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's got to be one of those YouTube out there with poops. this exact thing. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a YouTube poop of this episode out there somewhere. <laughs> What's a woman? Oh, we don't have time for this. <laughs> Leather belt. <laughs> Sokka's like, hey, maybe I should be torch guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you shouldn't, Sokka. That is so unsustainable. <laughs> he has like a shitload of torches he has to carry around all the time. On him at all times. If one goes out, he must immediately light the next. He was the only one in that one episode that knew how to use them. So he's already kind of shown he could be Torch Guy. Yeah, that's true. He, he has had a practice run at being Torch Guy. <laughs> Just a little bit of an impractical skill, though. If you're going to be a guy, like, you're really going to put all your eggs in the torch basket. (laughs) Single-handedly sustain the torch market. (laughs) I mean, somebody's got to do it. There's the cabbage merchant out there. Sokka could be, like, the torch merchant. It'll be fine. Uh, Seems like a pretty chill festival until we figure out what torch guy's job is. (laughs) He lets out a mighty yell and bursts through the Kiyoshi statue, which erupts into flames. Yeah. Burn that mother down, he says. (laughs) He does the same thing to the Roku statue as the crowd starts chanting, down with the Avatar. Yeah. (laughs) The Avatar and his friends are standing here just completely slack-jawed like, uh, (laughs) what? What is Avatar Day exactly? I think it's about time they should leave. (laughs) We'll just skedaddle here. Yeah, down with the Avatar. (laughs) Yeah, this has been fun. Let's (laughs) go. Goodbye. And gets a t-shirt that has a picture of his face with like an X through it. (laughs) I went to Avatar Day and all I got was this lousy (laughs) t-shirt. Uh, from here, it jumps to another Earth Kingdom city somewhere. Uh, There's some people who are carrying baskets of food through the streets. But from the rooftops above them, the blue spirit leaps down and cuts those baskets free. <gasps> He's a bad guy now. We've only seen him doing good. Th- We've only really, <laughs> I was going to say doing good things, but like. He did kind of attack that guy in the last episode, but that guy was an asshole. That guy was a dick. He deserved it, yeah. So, but this is this is a different side. This isn't what the blue spirit is supposed no. to symbolize. Hashtag not my blue spirit. 
not my blue spirit, but it's the blue spirit they're giving us. He snatches up those baskets and leaps away before these people even knew what hit them. Somewhere deep in the woods, Zuko hides the blue spirit mask and approaches Uncle Iroh, who is sitting in their hideout cave that they found here. It's kind of a cool little cave. I kind of want to spend a little bit more time in here. Yeah, it's cozy. Unfortunately, I think this is the only episode we're going to get to spend in their cool uncle-nephew fort that they made. (laughs) Fort Firebender? Yeah. No waterbenders allowed, it says (laughs) on the sign. Um, Zuko plops the food in front of Iroh, and he asks where it came from. Zuko's like, hey, the less you know, the better, old man. (laughs) Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. (laughs) Stuff your face and forget you ever saw this. (laughs) Iroh doesn't like what's going on, but he does take a bite of a pastry and his concerns melt away. Yeah, and and like a bunch of orange goop comes spilling out of his mouth and it's kind of (laughs) gross. It's a nasty, yeah, like Winnie the Pooh smothering himself (laughs) in honey. He's into it, though. Let the man have his jollies. <laughs> I didn't I didn't care for that. <laughs> uh, Aang is wincing as he watches the avatars burning to the delight of the entire crowd. Uh, torch guy hurls the torch into the Aang statue's eyeball. Do you imagine standing there watching somebody throw a torch into your eye? Yeah, it'd be weird. I don't know how <laughs> I would feel about that. Do you want to try it out? Yeah. Do you have a big statue of me? Well, if you look behind me on our video chat right oh now, my you God. can see I've I've made one of clay. <laughs> That's not going to burn. No, but I have laced it with dynamite, which like I'm sitting dangerously close to it. All right. Fire it up. <laughs> it's been fun recording this podcast with you. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Insert explosion sound effect here. Whoa. Oh, somehow I survived. Let's keep recording, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Katara's seen enough of this, and she bends some water out of some pots, putting the statues out. Uh, Someone calls her a party pooper, which she is. Yes. Yep. (laughs) Apt. (laughs) It's fair. Uh, Aang leaps onto his own statue and says, that party pooper's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking up for her, but still calling her a party. But still pooper. calling her a party pooper, reaffirming what they said. I won't deny that right she's a party this. pooper, but I like her. She's my party pooper. This isn't the first time she's pulled some shit like this, but she's okay in a fight, I guess. I really don't understand why she had to get involved. Yeah, they, they could have just slipped right out. They didn't. Yeah, they did not have to involve themselves in this. Nobody was getting hurt. Just these big wooden statues. Uh, But she couldn't let it stand. Nope. And neither could Aang. He removes his hat, revealing his shiny bald head adorned with an arrow. Oh, the Avatar himself is here. Oh, shit. I bet everyone's real embarrassed now. Oh, whoopsie. We've never had this problem before. (laughs) Although I am curious to know if, like, Roku ever showed up to this. Because Roku, his lifetime... Would have been after the events that spurred yep. the original Avatar Day. Yeah. I bet I bet if he did, he would have seen it and not got involved. <laughs> this shit is crazy. I better not touch this one. Let's just leave it alone. They're, they're not hurting anyone. 
I can see I'm not welcome here. <laughs> he did the, That's what he didn't have Katara hanging around. Yeah, he didn't have any buddies backing him. He didn't have any wingmen. Nope. The town's mayor is here. Uh, the unmistakable voice of the great James Hong. Yep. Not the first time we've seen him on this show. And every time we do, we're happy to see him. Every time I hear his voice, I go, I know that voice. And then I have to spend a bunch of time looking at up on IMDb. And then you go, oh, yeah, that guy. I go, oh, yeah, Mr. Ping from Kung Fu Panda. The guy from Mulan whose name I don't know. Yeah, that guy. Uh, the mayor is here. He says, it's the Avatar. And the townsfolk cower in fear and say, it's going to kill us with its awesome Avatar powers. Yeah. And they refer to him as it uh, every time it. they talk about him in this yeah, episode. Like it's some mystical creature. <laughs> yeah. Not a guy. It's a little it's a little insensitive, I think. I know. What is their idea of what the avatar is? He's just I'm a human. <laughs> I deserve respect like any of you. <laughs> Although I don't think anybody in this town deserves fucking respect. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? But the mayor tells him, We don't take kindly to avatars <laughs> around here. <laughs> I suggest you leave. You're not welcome here, Avatar. Why not? Aang helps people. It's true. I'm on your side. I find that hard to swallow, considering what you did to us in your past life. It was Avatar Kiyoshi. She murdered our glorious leader, Chin the Great. You think that I murdered someone? And Aang's like, well, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Again, <laughs> weird thing of being like, well, was it really you, Aang? I don't know. Yeah, that, that that whole past life thing is still a bit nebulous. It's a little murky. Like, they try to have some fun with it, and it is pretty fun, but it's like, well, I don't know, Aang, that wasn't you. Yeah. But, I mean, was it? Or was it? I, I, say. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the age-old question, huh? <laughs> Uh, some wretched old man says, we used to be a great society before you killed your leader. Now look at us. <laughs> and visibly recoils from this. They recoil in fear. This guy this looks disgusting like disgusting goblin. This guy looks like uh, a meat canyon character. That guy who does like the really grotesque cartoon parodies on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, he does. He reminds me of the grandpa from the Yu-Gi-Oh uh, meat canyon <laughs> video. <laughs> Maybe that guy consulted on this episode <laughs> of Avatar The Last Airbender. Maybe. Yeah, it's a really good bit. This fucking terrible, <laughs> terrible man that scares the shit out of them just at the sight of him. <laughs> He's really good. He's great. Uh, Katara again defends the Avatar and shames them for questioning Aang's honor. Some guy shows her what he thinks of the Avatar's honor and shakes his butt at her. And does a fart noise. Makes a little fart noise, yeah. Yeah, he farts in their general direction. I think Aang should murder this guy. Yeah, throw him off a cliff. <laughs> Make an example of him. Oh, I guess that's just what Avatars do in this town. It just fucking shoots him with a gun. Let me show you how I break wind. He cuts him in half with a, a wind blade. <laughs> a big sl slice of wind. <laughs> Yeah, uh, air or water bends a bunch of water around his head and just drowns him. <laughs> drowns him. That's fucking scary. <laughs> water bending That's what is they scary. They did in the last Airbender movie. Remember they drowned. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh fuck! What was his name? How did we both forget? Zhao. Zhao. Yeah, Zhao. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God, if we were talking about the television show, I would have remembered that much quicker. <laughs> <laughs> they are completely different things. Yeah. Oh, good lord! We don't have time. Go listen to our. We did talk about the movie. Go listen to yeah. that episode if you dare. It was a roaring good time. <laughs> you could call it that. <laughs> uh, Aang wants to clear his name, and the mayor says he can if he stands trial. Uh, Aang agrees to that, but the slimy weasel mayor, he's like, that means you need to pay bail, and sticks his hand out. Mm-hmm. Aang agrees to this, too, but it cuts to him stuck in a pillory, which is, I think, what you would call that. Yeah, I'm not sure. The little wooden trap thing with it's your like, hand and your like a stockade, but not uh, fixed to the ground. I also thought it was a stockade, but I looked that up and wasn't sure that was the right word. We're, no. I don't know. I, I think a stockade specifically is like fixed in place. We got to bring those back. <laughs> Do we? Those were, they have. Those are fucking nightmarish. They have one of those fucking things just sitting in the Magic Kingdom. Not to keep talking about Disney, <laughs> but like they just have one of those sitting there that people take like funny photos in. I'm like, this is really. It's dark. Ghoulish. It's fucking. Yeah. It's the most magical place on earth. <laughs> you know what happened to people in those things? Get that out of there. <laughs> oh, Walt Disney was a sick torture freak. Everybody knows he was into BDSM kind of stuff. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, he's behind prison bars and he says, how was I supposed to know they wouldn't take water tribe money? Yeah, There's the callback. And that's the only reason we've established that there's different money. <laughs> <laughs> to make this one joke, yep. which was just okay. Yeah. <laughs> worth it? Maybe. Eh. I don't know if it was worth it, but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Sokka just wants to bust Aang out of the prison, which they could easily do. Yes, especially because uh, we see later that he's not actually <laughs> held in that no, thing. He's in no peril at all. <laughs> uh... Aang says, I can't. But with a fisheye lens on him, Sokka says, sure you can. And he puts on a little display going like swish, swish, swoosh, and doing karate chops, showing off Aang's airbending slice moves, he calls them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird little sequence. <laughs> uh, Katara calls Sokka Master Swish in response to that. Pretty good. That's a very good name. I want to be called Master Swish on the on the court on the basketball court yeah. i was gonna say i have been calling you that for years but like it just hasn't stuck yet which no, is it's weird because you are always hitting those threes man someday <laughs> someday somebody else besides us will call me master switch brendan master swish riley yep it's how i'll have to announce you at the top of every episode now as long as i get to be master hand yeah <laughs> well, always equated myself with the man mm -hmm. is he a man he's just a hand it it's doesn't just a hand <laughs> uh yeah she agrees that ang needs to leave but ang won't have it he needs to prove his innocence to this town uh Sokka doesn't know how they're going to do that uh because this Supposed crime happened 300 years ago. Yeah. But Aang fucking reels this fucker right in. Really good stuff. He's like, well, that's all right, Sokka. For some reason, I 
thought you were an expert detective. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you've got me now, my man. (laughs) Ang knows just what to do. Sokka's like, uh, I mean, that is exactly what I am. You're right about that. Even Katara starts buttering up Sokka, and she's like, hey, she's like, hey, you remember when you solved the mystery of the missing seal jerky back at the South Pole? Yeah. And then he describes like a Scooby-Doo plot. (laughs) (laughs) He really gets, yeah, he ripped somebody's mask off. It was old man Jenkins the whole time. (laughs) It's basically what he I think he even literally kind of does tell his story almost exactly like. Yeah, he was like, it was old man something. He was wearing a costume made of like animal skin. (laughs) And he would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for this meddling kid, me. (laughs) My master detective skills. (laughs) And this big dog I have with me that loves to eat cheeseburgers? I don't know. I don't know. Gotta stop feeding the dog cheeseburgers, sucker. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that dog's not going to be around for That's why it's still not, like, with them on their journey. Is He started giving it, like, chocolate, too. Like, I don't know. The dog likes to eat. Oh, Sokka, no. <laughs> he loves onion rings. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> this dog just loves eating grapes. Oh, Sokka, no. <laughs> what have you done? He says he'll only take on this case if he can get some new props. And it cuts to Sokka wearing a detective's hat with a little magnifying glass on it. Yep. I have seen an image of him in this hat. On uh, like YouTube keeps trying to recommend Avatar videos to me. And one of them has him wearing this costume on like the thumbnail. It's an iconic look. You can't uh, yeah. argue with that. Yep. I like it. He's got a new role. They're like laughing at him behind his back. They just kind of need to give Sokka something to do mm-hmm. to like tucker him out before bedtime. <laughs> just distract him while we figure this out. Yeah, let him get his energy out while the the big boys really get to the bottom of what's going on here. Sokka, look at these keys. Holy shit. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> the answer lies in these keys. That's what they'll do is they will just... Give him like a ball in a cup while the two of them go to fight against the Fire Lord at the end of the show. You're just going to get in the way. I would love that. And then he trips the Fire Lord with the ball in the cup. That's a really good way for the show to end. (laughs) Holy shit. I would like that a lot. Well, get excited, Brendan, because you've just predicted exactly how it goes down. Um, There's an ostrich horse pulling an armored stagecoach. Uh, inside, there's a Earth Kingdom man with a big smile on his face playing with a chest full of gold coins. Yeah. He's kind of digging around in the chest. Yeah. He's, he loves the As money. you do. That's what I would do. If I had a big chest full of gold coins, I'd just be touching them all the time. I would probably do the same thing. It's like any time you've ever in your life been a posi- in a position where you have like a bunch of bills not yep. even if like hundred dollar bills but like any yeah denomination a fat stack of ones you just keep just a big them. stack yeah and then you inevitably have to make it rain with the <laughs> yep. money that you have you flip through them you fan them you slap them on your hand uh these will spend good <laughs> cool guy <laughs> uh the coach halts to a stop and there's the sound of a scuffle outside uh, there's a pause, and then the roof of the coach blasts away, revealing the blue spirit. Oh, he's Whoa. at it again. Uh, the man feebly lifts up the chest of monies, and the blue spirit takes it away. Yeah. Earth Kingdom monies, too. Don't forget. Yeah. 
which look like gold coins. Water Kingdom money look like I don't know beads. I guess <laughs> little little rocks. Yeah, <laughs> shiny pebbles and and clay beads. We gotta have a universal system in this world. <laughs> They'll get there eventually. They're still living in weird primitive times, even though this world is many thousands of years old. With their fungible money. No. Yeah. If you can funge it, it's it ain't worth shit. We've learned that now. Yep. Yep. Uh Detective Sokka is on the case. Yeah. The mayor leads them to the crime scene, and there's a small temple at the edge of a sharp cliff. Uh, the mayor points at Kiyoshi's very small footprint at the edge of the cliff. Uh, Sokka just running back and forth around this entire scene, extending his little magnifying monocle the entire time. It's very good. <laughs> I like it a lot. As if he's doing anything. <laughs> he's collecting evidence. <laughs> He'll crack the case. Uh, the mayor says 370 years ago to the day at sunset. Mm-hmm. Kiyoshi emerged from this temple and murdered their leader, Chin the Great. Mm-hmm. He gestures at a statue of Chin the Great that they built after his death. Sokka realizes that the statue is cut from the same stone as the temple itself. Yep. And he starts putting together the pieces and Katara kind of jumps in with her theory and Sokka's like, no, shut up. Yeah, fucking let him have this. I got dibs on this one. He lost his boomerang. Give him this. You guys told me I could do this, so let me do it. <laughs> Stay out. I need I need this. <laughs> uh, he deduces that if the statue and the temple were both built after Chin's death, then Kiyoshi was never actually in the temple mm-hmm. like the mayor just said that she was. Which is pretty solid reasoning. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell that the statue and the temple are built from the same stone. I'm not sure that we ever, like, get a shot of the two of them in the same thing where we could be like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, they don't look similar to me. I think the statue's, like, pinkish, and the temple is not. Yeah. But. So. Also, like, you could build a temple and have leftover stone. The temple could have been finished, like, that day, and then he died, and then they had leftover stone and carved it. Like, there are ways it could work. The logic is pretty good, but it's not bulletproof if you're gonna solve a mystery brendan you need some leads yeah so they you know they're not fully there yet but this is um write it in the notebook and uh, reference it later yeah bring it up in the trial objection press x to doubt (laughs) katara says good start but we need to go deeper on this one (laughs) Sokka ponders this as he puffs on a pipe that spouts little bubbles from it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he just he went all out on the costume. How much did they spend on all of this shit? And where did they get it? It's clear this town doesn't <laughs> take their money. Well, that's true. Yeah, they I mean, they would have had to trade some stuff for it. Maybe a little bartering system. (laughs) But also there's like a shop in this town that sells detective gear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's fair. (laughs) It sells all kinds of costumes. He could have got one where he's like a little firefighter. (laughs) I was going to say he comes out like in the next scene, like wearing like a little bunny rabbit ears and a little cotton tail. (laughs) He's got like a nice hat and a a cow print vest on. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
He uses that to blend in with the townsfolk. <laughs> howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> Who's this rustic charmer? <laughs> um, Sokka thinks deeply and says, we need to go to Kiyoshi Island. Whoa. We do? Yeah. I, I guess, guess we I do. Mean, sure. I would like to. It's been a little bit. While we're here, we might as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck it. Let's, you know, swing by. Uh, back in the prison, Aang is just chilling, but another prisoner with a bald head and tattoos all over his body rushes at him, and he threateningly says, you're going to fit in real well around here. It's really good, because the guy's like cloaked in shadow when he goes bald head, covered in tattoos, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he rushes him. <laughs> this is if Aang, like, falls in with the wrong crowd at some point. <laughs> Next time we see Yang, he's got thug life tattooed all over him. <laughs> Love and hate written on his knuckles. <laughs> Little teardrop tattoos. Yang, <laughs> what happened to you in there? I'm forever changed. Prison changed me. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Sokka. You're it's not soft. The same. <laughs> it's, it's not the same outside these walls. <laughs> Feel like that's home now. The world's moved on. And you were only in there for a day. <laughs> Not even. Not even that. <laughs> uh, Sokka and Katara fly to Kiyoshi Island. Hey, Brendan, we're back at Kiyoshi Island. How hey, fun. that is fun. I also didn't realize we were so close. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we, we make multiple trips yeah. back and forth. Yeah, and then we find out that it is very close. Yeah. But like it, you wouldn't have known that. Had they not gone here. It seems a little bit strange. Mm -hmm. But here they are, Kiyoshi Island. The townsfolk are so excited to see Appa approaching. So excited even that that same fucking guy from last time. Yeah, has a seizure again. He once again has a seizure and nobody seems to help him out. No, he just does that. He foams at the mouth and passes out as he will often do at the sight of the avatar mm-hmm. I think I read I should have written this in my notes I think I read that this is one of this this character is voiced by one of the two creators of avatar the last airbender oh that would make sense yeah the crazy foaming mouth guy that's kind of yeah fun. that is kind of fun I think I would do something like that if you're gonna be anybody make it the wildest character who yeah. doesn't have any actual lines of dialogue yeah just make guttural noises <laughs> Just scream and make the sound of you <laughs> falling on the ground. Uh, the little girls say, where's Angie? <laughs> uh, and when Katara says that he's not with them, the crowd disperses. That crazed man <laughs> picks himself up off the dirt and wipes the foam off of his mouth. And I'm pretty sure this is the character, Brendan, that puts the shirt over the head yeah. before skulking away. Yeah, like, but the animation is fucking wild. I can't describe it. Go watch watch the episode. <laughs> hard, yeah, again, hard to describe. It's interesting? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's really good. I, I kind of wish the whole show was like that. Like the crazy foam mouth guy? Yeah, yeah, like that animation style. Or just this character was the main character of the show? That might be fun, too. Although I think if he did that every episode, maybe even multiple times, that might get annoying. We've only had it the twice. Yeah. And that is like a good amount. Yeah. If that was like his thing, I don't I don't think that would carry the show. 
you are really you already have told me you're sick of the cabbage merchant. Yes, no more cabbage merchant. And even still, it's been so long. I feel like since we've seen the cabbage merchant, but you're already done with him. He's he's waiting around the corner. I'm I'm expecting him back anytime. Uh, we haven't seen the last of that beautiful bastard. I believe it. <laughs> uh, Katara explains the situation to the village leader. Uh, he's incensed at the idea of Kiyoshi uh, murdering someone. He says, there's no way. No, wouldn't happen. She wouldn't do such a thing. I knew Kiyoshi very well. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> no, you did. Well, don't worry about it. Uh, he takes them to her shrine. On the way, they walk by the Kiyoshi Warriors training dojo, and Sokka says, hey, where's Suki? Yeah, where'd she go? We remember Suki. He's ready to move on from his last girlfriend. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, he's rebounding with an ex. I don't like using this word in this way, but Sokka does have hoes in different area codes. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, okay, yeah, no better way to get over my girlfriend becoming the moon than <laughs> someone I already know has been waiting for me to come back from the war. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she's not here. The leader says that they inspired the warriors so much that they left to go fight in the war. And Sokka is like, oh, great. Okay, great. Awesome. So she's probably dead, you're saying? So, like, she's coming back soon, right? <laughs> like today? Do you know specifically, like, where she went? Because I've got this <laughs> flying bison that can take me anywhere I want to go. Yeah, is she close? Like, how far could she have gotten? When did they leave? <laughs> Tell me everything. Did she give you her itinerary? <laughs> uh, they reach Kiyoshi's temple, which has all of her old artifacts in it. Uh, Katara and Sokka immediately start touching everything, and the leader's like, guys, you can't be in here if you're going to start touching everything. God damn it, this is a museum. (laughs) And fucking Sokka just drops the fan on the ground. (laughs) He's just throwing shit around like crazy. We don't see him do it, but he picks up the fan, the guy says, don't touch that, and then in the next time we see it, it's on the ground. (laughs) What? Yeah, what? It's a little disrespectful, but, you know, they're they're working. Plus, they know the Avatar. They, uh, Aang wouldn't mind. Yeah, I can do this because I have a friend that is the Avatar. <laughs> so I'm allowed to do these kinds of things. Yeah. It's okay. Take it up with him. <laughs> I can bring him here if we can get him out of this pickle he's currently in. <laughs> and to do that, I need to touch this stuff. <laughs> I, I, need, I need all of this. <laughs> Uh, Katara studies Kiyoshi's boots, which are absolutely massive. Which is a weird character trait that we're gonna we're gonna just drop on you right now. Oh, we need it for some of these plot points we're gonna have, but it is kind of a funny like the boot is literally like the size of Katara. It's fucking huge. Yeah. She goes, Wow, fucking <laughs> Kiyoshi had big feet. Holy shit. The leader says she literally had the biggest feet of any avatar. <laughs> which I'm not sure how they know that. Did no. they measure every avatar's feet over time? Probably. Like, there would probably be a way to find out. Or we know that the avatars have a way to, like, get in touch with their past selves. So <laughs> Kiyoshi might have, like, hopped over into the spirit world and said, like, hey, my feet are pretty big. 
does anyone think you can top me? And <laughs> uh, everyone went, that? no, 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 no. <laughs> you got me beat, Kyoshi. At the okay. Avatar reunion. <laughs> yeah. Roku's like flipping burgers on the grill. <laughs> I fucking hate these parties. All these guys are assholes. <laughs> I don't know why I always go to this. <laughs> hey, Brendan, you know what they say about avatars with big feet? <laughs> big socks. Yeah, avatars with big socks. That's exactly right. <laughs> Stupid joke. <laughs> hey, there's another hole in the story of the murder. Oh. The footprint back at the scene of the crime, we will remember, was much, much smaller than this. Mm-hmm. Katara again starts putting the pieces together, but Sokka's like, <sighs> you told me I could be the detective. Like, I bought the hat. But am I some fucking joke to you? <laughs> Is this a fucking game? <laughs> Do you not respect me? I wish, I, get... I wish he said, am I a joke to you? And then am puffed I... on the bubble thing. <laughs> no, no, Sokka. It's very easy to take you seriously. <laughs> Just look at you right now, you fucking clown, she says back to him. That was the day they kicked Sokka out of Team Avatar. <laughs> no. <laughs> forever to live on Kyoshi Island. I don't think he'd be upset about that. No, he'd probably be all right with that. Just spend every day waiting. <laughs> it's just, yeah, standing by the cliffside, like looking out into the distance. They eventually build a statue of him statue up there. <laughs> of Sokka standing there in his little hat, puffing on his pipe. Looking out to sea. <laughs> uh, the old mariner's lover, they called him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's very upset about this. So Katara is like, all right, fine. Finish the thought. And then he takes a while to figure it out. (laughs) "Mm, Actually, I wasn't. You want to give me like maybe a little bit more of a lead in (laughs) where you were going with that? Here, write it down. I'll I'll read it. (laughs) Ah, I've got it figured out. Uh, no, they can't link Kiyoshi to the crime scene really at all now. And back in the jail cell, things have taken a very dramatic turn, but maybe not in the way that we thought they would. No, I really like what's happening here. <laughs> this, really this is okay. one of my favorite scenes in the episode. It's pretty good. Aang and the other prisoners are sitting in a circle just talking about girls. <laughs> you gotta tell her how you feel, man. One of them's crying. <laughs> Biggest fucking guy in the cell, like barely chokes out those words. <laughs> He's literally moved to, to tears. Yeah. <laughs> literally moved to tears by Aang's love story. I love these guys. <laughs> you just gotta hold on. You're you're smart and handsome and funny. And They're so the supportive of each other. <laughs> and this is where Aang slips out of the thing he's on and like kind of rests on it. <laughs> Never ever was he in danger yet. He and I'm pretty sure the ceiling is open. Yep, <laughs> literally. He, he could be gone. It's like a fucking Roger Rabbit joke. <laughs> mm. It's really, really good. Yang's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think she really cares about me. And they're like, no, no. Come on, brother. You're great. You're such a catch. Don't say that about yourself. You're worth more than a thousand other avatars. <laughs> These are... Literally the most supportive bros of all time. Yeah. 
People are always saying, give me a good example of masculinity. I'm looking at it right now in this prison cell. You got at least three great examples here. <laughs> These are men to look up to. This is how you <laughs> should strive to be. Uh, it's a really fucking good scene. I liked it a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, the Kiyoshi Island leader shows Sokka and Katara a mural depicting the founding of Kiyoshi Island, which also happened 370 years ago to the day at sunset. Mm-hmm. Well, he says sunrise. Uh, perhaps. Then they figure out that it's sunset because of the shadows in the painting. Oh, oh, okay, yes, very good. Oh, Brendan, now who now who's the master detective? <laughs> well, they, they they it's what they said in the episode. <laughs> master detective, I see you watched the episode very closely. I did. I paid attention to this one. I don't always. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they make it hard, like in the swamp. <laughs> Sokka spits out his bubble pipe in astonishment mm-hmm. at learning all of this. And somebody hits him? Is it, is it Katara that hits him, or is it the guy? Probably both. I couldn't tell. We just see a hand hit him, and I was like, I don't know who who just struck this man. No, oh, he deserved it. <laughs> um, again, he and Katara start solving this next clue at the same time, but he violently shoves her off screen, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that. Since Kiyoshi was here at sunset on this day 370 years ago, she couldn't have been at the crime scene also at sunset on this day 370 years ago, so she also has an alibi. All of the pieces are falling into place, Brendan. Yep. All signs point to she couldn't have killed the guy. Kiyoshi is an innocent lady, and we've got the proof. Mm -hmm. We don't know who did it, we just know it wasn't her. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... They return to the village and tell the mayor that they're prepared to present their evidence. And the mayor laughs. He's like, evidence? That's not how things work around here. (laughs) No, no, no. We don't need that. Facts and logic. (laughs) Save it. You guys wasted your time. You could have been relaxing in town all day. Uh, He tells Aang, this is how this is going to work. I'm going to say what happened. And then you're going to say what happened. And then I'm going to decide which one of us is right. Yeah, that seems fair. (laughs) That's how courts should work. (laughs) Everyone's like, what the fuck? The mayor says, hey, that's why they call it justice, because it's just us. Ugh. Ugh. I kind of like it. I don't. I don't like that. He loves it, though. He's cackling as he walks out of the room. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah, he's very pleased with himself. I'm pretty pleased with them, too. I thought that was good. Uh, it's trial time. Yeah. The mayor says, we loved Chin, but the Avatar killed him. That sucked. Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> good. Good evidence. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, there's this guard, like bailiff guy during the trial with a really great deep voice. I love this guy. Yeah, his voice is really good. He tells Aang that it's his turn, and Sokka's like, you can do it, Aang, just remember all that evidence we told you. Aang's like, yeah, right, that evidence you told me. Yeah, I was definitely listening to you when you told me all that. I wasn't hanging out with my new prison bros. (laughs) With my gang. (laughs) Talking about how much I love your sister. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was listening the whole time. Uh, he's like, well, uh, I've got small feet, uh, and that temple matches the statue, and I was in a painting at sunset. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good defense. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, fucking nailed it. Nobody could find you guilty after that. Uh, Sokka and Katara do give him a big smile and thumbs up, but Sokka groans out, he's dead. Yep. Uh, cuts back to Zuko and Iroh in their little cave. Uh, and Brendan, this whole scene is pretty good. Yeah. It's just surrounded by treasures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing but shimmering jewels and like the finest furniture in this <laughs> shitty little dank cave. It's pretty good. Um, Zuko is stealing like way more shit than they actually need to be able to survive. Mm -hmm. Um, Iroh looks at this lavish tea set and he's like, we can't afford this. But Zuko just asks him like, oh, do you like the teapot that I got for you? Yeah. Kind of threateningly a little bit. How do you You like the tea set? (laughs) I did this for you, motherfucker. (laughs) That is one question I have about, like, Zuko's motivation here. Like, what is he doing all of this for? Is he doing it for his uncle to be comfortable, or is he doing it because he feels like he deserves, like, nice things? I think probably both. He's trying to, like, regain a semblance of royalty, mm-hmm. so he needs to be surrounded by, like, wealth. Uh, he thinks Iroh would be into that, because Iroh loves buying frivolous shit. Uh, so I think it's a little bit of both. Um but I think it's more to, like, reestablish himself as, like, somebody important. And in a classic Zuko move, a total misjudgment of the character of Iroh, yep. where, like, he would never, ever support what Zuko has been up to. No. But, yeah, I think that's a good way to read it. Um, Iroh tells him, hey, I know life is pretty tough for us right now, but, like, there's nothing to be ashamed of, of, like, this lifestyle we're living uh, and he says there's a simple honor in poverty. Mm-hmm. To which Zuko reverts to classic Zuko and says, there's no honor for me without the Avatar. Yeah. And finally, Iroh kind of fucking <laughs> speaks some truth. I've been waiting to say this shit to you for years, my nephew, yeah. and you need to hear it. It's going to hurt. This is a hard to swallow pill. <laughs> I hate to do this to you. I love you dearly, but we gotta have this conversation. (laughs) Zuko, even if you did capture the Avatar, I'm not so sure it would solve our problems. Not now. And there is no hope at all. No, Zuko. You must never give in to despair. Allow yourself to slip down that road and you surrender to your lowest instincts. In the darkest times, hope is something you give yourself. That is the meaning of inner strength. Zuko looks into his uncle's eyes as that Sungi horn melody kicks in. <laughs> yeah, fucking love that. I know. Is, it, that, is it like the Iroh theme? It's like the Iroh theme or it's even like the, the troubled Zuko theme. Yeah, oh, that could be it too. Like the one where it's like Zuko's fucking up and Iroh 
is sad about it. Yeah, I've always been bad at like recognizing character themes in like games and movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the more you point that out in the scenes that it happens, I'm starting to like, ah, okay. I'm, I'm, They're I'm really hammering yeah. this theme hard yeah. so far on this television show. And it's always in moments just like this. Yeah. Zuko gets up uh, and walks away. Um, but yeah, it just just like we were talking about, like Iroh is just so completely dead on with the point that he's made to Zuko um, in the speeches. Like, like, say we capture the Avatar, the rest of the Fire Nation... Like, what are they supposed to say? Like, hey, sorry we tried to kill you. Welcome back, <laughs> yeah, fam. Good job. Uh, uh, water under the bridge. <laughs> you, we'll forget about that. You've, you've done great. <laughs> like it never even happened. You're the hero, Zuko. <laughs> this is your story, my boy. <laughs> yeah, that that whole scene is a pretty good one. Yeah. Back to the trial, Katara has one last idea. She calls on another witness, Avatar Kiyoshi herself. <gasps> so either they flew back to Kiyoshi Island really quickly or they brought some shit with them. I imagine they brought it with them. <laughs> they just stole it all while the guy wasn't looking. Hey, look over here. Uh the townspeople murmur as we watch Kiyoshi's giant boots step into the frame, and the camera pans up to reveal Aang wearing her armor with his face painted like Kiyoshi. Yep. It's pretty good. Sokka's like, what the fuck? What is this? And Katara's <laughs> like, you got any better ideas? We are literally at the end of our rope. <laughs> I am all ears. <laughs> Please. This is all I have. Mm-hmm. This has to work. If this doesn't, yeah, this is it. We're fucked. (laughs) Um, Aang covers his face with one of Kiyoshi's fans and he puts on a little high pitched voice like, hey, it's me, Avatar Kiyoshi. (laughs) And then it has like a little twinkly sound effect as he bats his eyes. (laughs) I didn't kill anybody. Good to see you all again. Goodbye. Okay, Okay, bye. Don't follow me. (laughs) no, No further questions. Um, the mayor has seen enough, and he steps in to deliver his verdict, but suddenly there's a huge gust of wind that surrounds Aang, and the sky goes entirely black. Yeah, with the whole uh, the whole episode goes sepia. <laughs> Not the first time they've done that on this show. <laughs> no. Are you feeling any better about it this time? I kind of liked it this time, yeah. I think I agree with that. The other time being the Jet episode, which was entirely in sepia tone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I thought this was kind of because of the transition here. We see like the tornado. Yeah. And it like seeps out from that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of they're doing a thing. Yeah, it's neat. It's pretty cool. When that tornado subsides, uh, standing in Aang's place is Avatar Kiyoshi herself, which was very exciting. It's like finally extremely exciting so like this also kind of answers like a question we've had in the past like it's not just roku who can kind of do this thing with ang like any avatar can take the wheel seemingly at any time yeah give if given the proper motivation yeah and this seems like the time and place for something like this to happen <laughs> yeah um 
It's pretty cool. Yeah. This is our real like big introduction to kind of what Kiyoshi's all about. She's standing here and also predictably based on the size of her feet, she's fucking huge. Yeah. She, we see her compared to other people. She's fucking massive. She's gigantic. <laughs> the statue turns out was life size. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah, exactly. For her. Um, she's huge. She's great. The very first words out of Kiyoshi's mouth are, I killed Chin the Conqueror. Yeah, hell yeah. She's so badass. Ah, oh, jeez. She admitted it, though, right, <laughs> right off the bat. Immediately. <laughs> New record. Shut this trial down. <laughs> yeah. I got something to say. This trial, don't even need it. I did that shit. <laughs> and I'd fucking do it again. <laughs> and I will do it again right now. It just levels the entire city. I'm going to finish what I started. (laughs) Should have done this long ago. (laughs) She's telling the story of what happened, and we see flashbacks to her time and the time of Chin, who she calls a horrible tyrant. Mm -hmm. There's a good sight gag where we see Chin is very, very short in comparison to the Goliath Kiyoshi. Yeah, this Amazonian woman. (laughs) She is absolutely massive, but he's also like a Napoleon type, and it's a good contrast. Chin was expanding his army to all corners of the continent. When they came to the neck of the peninsula where we lived, he demanded our immediate surrender. I warned him that I would not sit passively while he took our home. But he did not back down. On that day, we split from the mainland. Yeah, which is very cool, but also would have to be part of the story. Like, nobody on Kyoshi Island knows that it wasn't always an island. That never, like, that didn't make it as part of the story. What happened to this big chunk of land that used to be yeah. attached to this cliff? Um, I guess all of the like soldiers and stuff run away when she starts doing what she's doing. But yeah, they wouldn't return to that and be like, oh, I don't remember. I would think at least the people on the island, that would be part of the Kyoshi legend. Like they'd sure. be like, she split this island from the mainland. She literally sailed a chunk of earth. Away from the continent. (laughs) (laughs) No, all of the people there who supported Chin, they uh, only remember up to the point where he died. And they're like, that's it. Like, that's that's all we care about. (laughs) They put their blinders on after that. That's the part that sticks with me. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a little like, I don't believe that that wouldn't have come up during the investigation. Somebody would have known. Yeah. Somebody on either one of the islands would have known. Um, but it doesn't make what she does here any less badass. Nope. It's fucking cool as shit. It's very cool. So first she pointed her fans at chin airbending a huge gust of wind at him that blew his clothes off just to embarrass him. Yeah. I actually, it's been a few weeks since we watched the show and when she airbended, I was very confused. <laughs> I she shouldn't like, be able to do this. I was like, hold oh. on, she's an earthbender. What the fuck is going on? I was like, oh, right, oh, Avatar. Right, 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 That's kind of the whole, that's the whole point of what we're doing here, huh? There was like a moment there where I was like, what? Is she an airbender? What? what? I don't understand. It does seem a little funny that our first exposure to the like previous 
Earth Kingdom avatar, like the very first thing she does, like the biggest move she does are like huge air bending gusts. (laughs) But that's kind of cool. That's what the avatar is. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Once I remember it, I was like, oh, right, right. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, No, this is fine. She can do that if she wants to. Uh, Then we see her trigger the avatar state. Mm hmm. Which also is a little hint at something here, Brendan. She is like controlling the Avatar state. It seems like she puts herself like right in it. Yeah, yeah. Which I I kind of had the impression that once you've mastered it, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like Aang can only trigger it in moments of like uh, life or death situations, but he's also kind of shit at it. Yes. And so like it makes sense that he doesn't have full control over it. Yeah, he hasn't learned the skill yet, but Kiyoshi is clearly, like, mastered it, so that's, you know, it adds a little bit to the lore of the Avatar state. Yeah, and even if it is, like, an emotional state thing, she has, it it just shows that she's mastered her emotions, too, like a, like a martial arts master. She's a stone-cold killing machine. She's fucking badass. Nothing can move her. She's so much cooler than Roku. (laughs) I know, and it's... (laughs) We've briefly been introduced to her, and we're like, God, I want to know everything. Now I know why they wrote so many books about her. Mm-hmm. This is what <laughs> I've been kind of trying to hint at a little bit here, Brendan. I get it. She, she rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then she bended a gigantic crack in the earth between herself and Chin and the rest of his army. Literally splitting the earth wide open, summoning a massive wall of magma before her. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool move. Seems like maybe combination earth bending, fire bending, perhaps. Well, a see, bit. yeah. I've have we brought up lava? We know that Avatar Roku uh, forged the caves yes. in the magma beneath his own temple. I don't know if we ever debated whether that was fire or earth. Hard to say. Hard to say. I would call it earth. Brendan, uh, without spoiling anything for you, uh, we do learn in the Legend of Korra that somebody is a magma bender, Ugh. <laughs> but I won't tell you which specific element they're able to bend. Okay. <laughs> which which base they started yeah. from? I'll leave that one a mystery All for right. you. I'm going to guess Earth, and I hope it's Earth. Seems like that would make sense, but you know, mm-hmm. they could go either way. We get, I mean, firebenders get lightning. Like, what else do they fucking need? I hear there's blood bending in Korra. You haven't heard anything. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Which I would uh, call water. <laughs> I think that's probably fair to say. Unless, <laughs> unless earthbenders figure out the metal shit, then mm-hmm. it could be earth. Like the iron in people's blood. Exactly. Yeah. That's really stupid. <laughs> but I guess I guess the water in plants is also yeah, like Yeah, get out of stupid. here with that. <laughs> so what's the yeah, what's the difference? Uh finally, yeah, she puts on just a tremendous display of airbending power and blasts like hurricane force winds in front of her, literally propelling the land she's standing on through the ocean behind her. <laughs> like a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> it does look very silly watching it sail away <laughs> on the horizon. Like that's not that's not how that's not how land works. works. No, I I had that exact thought. Like those words exactly went through my head. I was like, hold on, hold on, that's connected all the way down. 
That's what they don't tell you is like Pangea, we were all one thing. And then a bunch of people just like <laughs> blew air really, really hard to push each other apart. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy it. Also, a bunch of people is what I just said, as if there was a bunch of people living on Pangea. Yeah, on Pangea, they all gathered in the middle and blew at each other. <laughs> Patrick Starr literally pushing the town from one area to the next. <laughs> that's that's how this works. Yeah, it is now. It is, I mean, Kiyoshi's just proved it. <laughs> Canon. Uh, I mean, Brendan, my next note in my notes here was I was going to ask you, what do we think of Kiyoshi now that we've seen her in action? But I can already tell things are looking up. Yeah. Fucking rad. Best avatar. N.A. I'm not going to argue against that. (laughs) I have yet to see any others. (laughs) She's rocking it. We want to see her more on the show. Perhaps we will. Yeah, I hope so. Fucking Roku. What does he do? Nothing. He plays netflix scolds ang all the time kind of shows up and tells ang hey you're fucking up my guy (laughs) you suck at this (laughs) well roku you could have come at any time and like told me what i was doing wrong you're only coming now to like put me down in front of my friends who can't even see you yeah he's just a bully uh not a good dude (laughs) hashtag roku is over party (laughs) (laughs) i support that yeah get it trending um yeah, the rest of Chin's army runs away, uh, but Chin was just standing on the edge of that cliff, which was just created by Kiyoshi separating the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just screams in anger until the ground beneath his feet crumbles away and he plummets to his death in the water below. He goes out like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He holds up a little sign that says like, yipes, and then yeah. falls down. <laughs> but his body falls first. They were going to get in a big fight, uh, and she kind of ran behind a rock and then painted a tunnel on the other side of the rock. <laughs> and then he ran face first into it, and his teeth became piano keys. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a really crazy fight. <laughs> um, Yeah, he falls into the water to his death, and we get an aerial shot of the same cliff uh, on the day it was formed. That fades into the cliff where this trial is happening right now. Uh, Kiyoshi says she did this to protect her people, and then she vanishes in another tornado, and Aang is back in control. Yeah. We're kind of upset about it. We're like, no, can you get bring her back for like a minute? Put the lady back on. <laughs> this is this guy sucks. We just had so much better like a second ago. <laughs> uh, he's dazed and he's like, oh, what happened? And Katara's like, well, uh, bad news. You just confessed to the murder. Yeah. Oh, well. Ah, damn it. I'm always doing that. (laughs) Me with my big mouth, huh? (laughs) Uh, The mayor's like, yep, that's right. This is the easiest guilty verdict I've ever had to deliver. Thank (laughs) you. He calls for what's known as the wheel of punishment. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh, back in the cave, Iroh's making tea and Zuko approaches him from behind and he's like, hey, I've thought a lot about what you said. And Iroh's like, wow, really? Damn. You have? <laughs> That's very unlikely. Very like, unlike <laughs> never, you. Yeah, this never ever happens. Can't believe I finally broke through to you. <laughs> uh, Zuko's like, yep, I've thought about it and here's what I've realized. 
Uh, we no longer have anything to gain by traveling together. Oh. Oh, no. No, I hate that. <laughs> no, that's not what you should say. Uh, Iroh's got his back turned to Zuko, and he's got a big smile on his face that sinks into, like, a gigantic frown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zuko says, I need to find my own way. And then from behind Iroh, we watch him hang his head. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> uh, it sucks really bad. He shouldn't have done that. Uh, but it's the Zuko thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he grabs his things and starts to walk away, but Iroh calls out, wait, and calmly walks the ostrich horse over to him. Yep. I like that they've taken good care of this ostrich horse <laughs> yeah. over all these episodes. Here's your stolen horse. They didn't, like, let it go or, like, kill it for meat. They're, you know, treating it like a member of the family. Yeah. So you got to respect that. They're, they're kind to animals. Let it be known. That's how you know they're good people. <laughs> yeah, they've got pure hearts. Um, without a word, Zuko climbs aboard and rides off, leaving Iroh behind, uh, which surely that's going to go really, really well for Zuko. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of supporters out in the world. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. He only has Iroh and nobody else. <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit. Oh, I didn't think of that. Wait, no. Take backsies. <laughs> no, no, Zuko. <laughs> there are no take backsies. <laughs> You've made up your mind. Uh, that deep-voiced guy tells Aang to spin the Wheel of Punishment to determine his sentence. Mm-hmm. Which is how we should do things in the American judicial system. I think so. I was looking at this wheel pretty close, and there's some good stuff on it. Some good shit. Uh, there's literally a spinny wheel with drawings of people being brutally executed in different ways. <laughs> yep. Which is really good. A few highlights, Brendan. Uh, there's one guy being crushed to death by a platypus bear. Mm-hmm. There's another one showing someone just being eaten by a shark. Yep. Is a guy lying on a bed of nails? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, hey, if you can pull that off, though, I've seen people do that without getting hurt. Yeah, it's supposed to be good for you, I guess. Absolutely no way that I, I would ever <laughs> find myself in that situation. But hey, you never know. Uh, and Ang says, hey, I'm going to see this through. I said I would. Let's spin that wheel, baby. Mm -hmm. Big money, no whammies. <laughs> no whammies, please stop. Uh, the townsfolk are cheering and calling out different punishments, hoping Aang will meet his grisly end. <laughs> Katara's like, come on, community service. Which I'm surprised is actually on the wheel. I think it's really, really funny that they include like a get out of jail free card on the wheel. It's like the bit uh, in Futurama where they go to robot hell mm -hmm. and Fry has to spin a wheel to choose which robot he's going to swap hands with. And he lands on the robot devil. And there, he, the robot devil's like, I only put that on there so people wouldn't think I was biased. <laughs> it's the only fair thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the wheel does not stop on community service. It stops on a drawing of a man sitting in a big pot over an open flame. <laughs> He's got a big frown. <laughs> I know, not dead, just kind of bummed about it. He's like, oh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> man. This is not how this. I saw my day going. <laughs> what an inconvenience. 
the uh, guard guy says, looks like it's boiled in oil. Mm-hmm. And the crowd goes wild. Yep. Yes, we haven't seen one of these in so long. <laughs> but luckily for Aang, they get attacked and interrupt the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, although there is a bit here where the guy is like, you need to help us. And Aang's like, sorry, I got to get boiled in oil. And the guy then turns the wheel one spot to community service. But community service was not the next icon okay. on the wheel. Okay, I knew that's where you were going with this when you started this little tangent. Yeah, the community service, if we look at the wheel, we get a we get a good shot of it where we can see every icon. Uh, so the boiled in oil is next to the the bed of nails. Next to that is community service. But when he turns it, it goes straight from oil to the community service. And then it zooms out again, uh, and everything's back in its proper place. So they fucked up. My immersion is completely destroyed. <laughs> I did I did rewatch every scene with the wheel. <laughs> Just to make sure. To see if it ever changed other than that one moment, and it does not. Every other time we see it, it's consistent. But wow. for for the bit, they moved it over one. You got to cross your T's and dot your I's there, Avatar animators. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching you. <laughs> we, we are fucking trained on this wheel. <laughs> Making sure you don't slip up and it's well past the point of going back now. I, me- I memorized the fucking order of it just so I could be sure. <laughs> you could probably draw it out on a piece of paper. I could. Complete yeah. accurate detail. I think I could, yeah. Uh, we'll post that on our socials. <laughs> um. Yeah, they get attacked as a smoke bomb bounces in and uh, those same Fire Nation rhino guys from the beginning of the episode come in. Uh, They demand to see the village's leader and he demonstrates what they'll do to the leader by cutting the statue of Chin the Conqueror to pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, this is where the mayor pleads with Aang to jump in and help them, which he will do because he turned the inaccurate wheel that Brendan hates so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Community service it is. Aang sheds most of his Kyoshi outfit and runs in to attack with the two fans in hand, uh, tosses one guy off the cliff, and his rhino narrowly avoids spearing the mayor from behind the Wheel of Punishment. Yep. Almost got him... Right through the balls. <laughs> Almost. You'll get him next time, Rhino. That should be one of the punishments on the Wheel of Punishment, is Rhino horn to the balls. <laughs> it used to be, but it was just so hard to get the Rhino to be accurate. <laughs> People just right got gored. Yeah. <laughs> People would boo. No, do it again. That the wasn't ma- the punishment. They have to heal him up so they can do it again <laughs> next week. <laughs> Spends months in the hospital. <laughs> With the best healers, it costs so much money in taxpayer <laughs> money. But, you know, it's what justice demands. Yeah, exactly. The punishment fits the crime. Um, The lead raider says to the other ones, rough rhinos to the town. Yeah. Brendan, rough rhinos. That's a badass nickname yeah. for this group of dudes. They roll into town. They stop, drop and open up shop. <laughs> Yeah, the rough rhinos roll right into the town. They should all have like matching leather jackets that have like a big RR on the back of them. That'd be badass. That would be really fucking cool. Uh, Rough rhinos 
a very good name. They start <laughs> burning the town down. Uh, Katara runs in and defeats one other guy. Uh, Sokka blinds one of the guys with his little detective magnifying glass. <laughs> Which is very good. Yeah, finally coming through with that purchase. Uh, the guy shoots a flaming arrow at Sokka, which destroys his detective hat. R.I.P. the hat. Oh, I'm going to miss it. I will. I actually think I will. It, it's become like, you know, Sokka was looking for that new identity. Mm -hmm. Like, Forget the boomerang. <laughs> Who needs that? This is you now, Sherlock. <laughs> it's not a phase, Ang. <laughs> this is... I've been awakened. <laughs> uh, no, the hat does get speared by the arrow, but it hits some explosives being carried by another one of the rough rhino guys. Uh, that guy's stuff flies towards Sokka, and in one of the bags is Sokka's boomerang. And this is another very good line in the episode. Sokka picks it up and goes, you do always come back. <laughs> I liked that a lot. Doesn't matter how. It doesn't matter. I didn't even have to throw you. You stay true to your character, my beloved boomerang. I thought that was very good. It is really good. And Sokka's whole again, you know? Yeah. Now he can be boomerang guy once more. Or, or for the first time. <laughs> exactly. We don't have to go through the rest of this show being like, man, I liked Sokka so much better when he had his boomerang. He just hasn't been the same. He's, uh, this is our familiar Sokka. Although it might have been fun if he did spend like a, a whole arc trying to discover who he is now. <laughs> what What is the real me? And then still at the end of it, they get the boomerang back yeah. so they can deliver the very good line. Yep. No, that would have been good. Just one episode is all they needed. Mm -hmm. uh, Katara and Sokka defeat another guy. So it's just the lead rough rhino who is following Aang through the city streets. Uh, they fight, and Aang loses Kiyoshi's fans, which go, like, rattling behind him with the loudest metal clangs you've ever heard in your yeah. life. The Kiyoshi Island leader would be having a stroke if he knew how he was <laughs> treating these fucking artifacts. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, yeah, they are technically Aang's property. Yeah, he can do what he wants with them. After the fight, he tosses all of it into the ocean. <laughs> he makes him watch. <laughs> I'm allowed to do this. This is my stuff. Look at me. I'm the avatar now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pawn all of this stuff for very little money. For drugs. <laughs> I'm The avatar's into drugs now. And then I'm going to sell them to the, the island's kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault, village leader. <laughs> That'll teach you for your hero worship. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> um, they run back and forth at each other, and Aang finally gets the better of this guy and kicks him off of his rhino. The fight is over. Mm -hmm. They've saved the town. Hooray. There are fireworks in the air. Uh, as the village is celebrating being saved by the Avatar and... The mayor announces they will now use Avatar Day as a remembrance for Aang's heroics instead. Yeah. Better way to go about that, I think. Yeah. The Avatar Day tradition that they are adopting going forward is truly awful. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Uh there's these little cookie versions of Aang. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're all raw. Unfried and dough. The mayor calls it unfried dough, reminding them of how the avatar was not boiled in oil on that day. <laughs> Which is very funny, I think. <laughs> it's really good. It's very clever. But also, I think they could have easily made fried dough and explained it like, well, we have to do what the wheel says. Mm. So we have to to boil you in oil so we made oh, little dough yeah. versions of you following through on the original yeah punishment. i think they could have done that and that would have i would have accepted that if that i was the avatar good. i would have been like that's i like that idea i like that a lot better than this shitty raw <laughs> dough you're forcing yeah. me to slurp down my throat <laughs> and these three children do they're just like <laughs> very slowly munching on these balls of raw dough. Like they're as very best polite. They <laughs> I guess we'll celebrate your traditions here. We're trying to make a good, like, new impression of the Avatar, so we can't turn <laughs> this down. We have to do this. <laughs> they didn't have to do any of this shit. Sokka says very plainly, this is by far the worst town we've ever been to. Which it really is. Couldn't be more accurate, and that is literally how the episode ends. Yep, 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 yep. This episode had a lot of very good bits in it. It did have a lot of very good bits in it. So now, yeah, I mean, that's episode 25. Um, It's like a good, funny, filler episode in a way that, like, the swamp sucked so bad last week. I thought this episode was very fun, uh... At most of the time through it. I was very excited to learn more about Kiyoshi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this episode a lot. It was really good. All that goofy stuff mixed with, yeah, like a badass story for Kiyoshi, like introducing us to her in a way that like we knew we were kind of due for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pulled that off really well. And now like we want to know so much more about her. Um, but also like the B plot of this episode you almost forget happens because so much else is going on. Yep. Um, but like the hugely important moment for Zuko and Iroh where like they are literally splitting up now. Yeah, that sucks. It's really taken away from my fun. It's a huge downer and like one in a very long line of poor decisions by Zuko. Mm-hmm. And, like, Iroh obviously knows that, but also knows, like, I have to let him, I have to let him do this. You have to let him make the mistake. That's the only way he's going to grow. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, it hurts so bad to see Iroh, like, so fucking sad about it. And clearly it hurts both of them. Yeah. Like, Zuko's I mean, Zuko not doesn't, stoked about it. No, he doesn't want to have to do this, but he's doing what he thinks is the right thing yeah even if it's totally not no um but with all that stuff aside we had some good silly goof arounds in this yeah. episode <laughs> lots of good little characters in this episode too yeah. like the mayor and that weird old guy who who was in the trial with his tongue sticking out the whole time and you could hear his voice in with everyone else as they were cheering it's good that they kept him in on the action yeah 
even like the leader of Kyoshi Island gets like some more screen time in this episode and kind of has the fun like playing off of the two of them in the temple and everything. Yep. I do. I do think it's a, a huge plot hole that the people on Kyoshi Island don't bring up the island thing. But I mean, it's fine. We needed it for the big reveal. Kiyoshi told everyone, if you ever tell anyone the truth about this place, I'll come back and fucking stomp you. I will sink this island. I will stomp you into the dirt with my massive feet, the biggest (laughs) of any avatar. Yeah, that is a humongous plot hole that like the world knows this. Mm -hmm. That should be at least at, at the very least, everyone on Kiyoshi Island should know that story. Anyone who even knows that Kiyoshi Island exists should probably know yeah. that story. But, um, you know, I get it. I know why they, they didn't reveal it earlier. And we get to have that such a fun moment of her creating the island. Probably one of the coolest things they've ever done on the show. <laughs> even when it was really silly that she was sailing the island away. It's really, really dumb. <laughs> really goofy visual, but also extremely cool. Yeah, I'm all right with it. So that's episode 25, Avatar Day, Brendan. I think we had a pretty good time this time around. Yeah, yep. This was one of the more fun ones this season, I would say. I would agree with that. We're on an upswing after, like, what was the first, like, really low point we've had in a while mm-hmm. with the swamp. Like, it's this is kicking it back up. The stinky swamp episode. It was stinky and rotten all the way through. Yep. But this one was only rotten when they were slurping down raw dough. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever eaten dough. raw dough? I mean, I've had like cookie dough. Uh, no, not the same. Like no, raw, no. raw bread dough. It's just like slimy. You can't chew it because it just like reforms. It's like gum, except t- terrible. I've played with raw dough in like elementary school. At like a Panucci's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bertucci's. Uh, Bertucci's, that's it. <laughs> I'm not sure what Panucci's said. Different local. It's a different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bertucci's, where they give you a ball of raw dough to play with to keep you from screaming in the restaurant. <laughs> they still have to do that to me now, or I will throw a fit. Where's my fucking dough? <laughs> Sir, that's for the children. I'm going to cause a scene. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and you're going to have to change me, Mr. Waiter. <laughs> I'm not good in restaurants, I guess is what I'm trying to say. No, it doesn't sound like it. Uh, I'll work on that. Hey, that was episode 25, Avatar Day. We liked it. Yeah. If you liked this episode or have thoughts on any other Avatar-related thing, uh, gotta recap at gmail.com is the email address you can reach us at. Uh, we would love to field your questions and comments and read them out on this show. Yeah. You can also find us at Gotta Recap on social media. Join in the conversation with us there. Uh, You can also head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us five-star reviews of the show. That would be immensely helpful as we continue on our journey through Avatar Season 2. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. Brendan, uh, Avatar Day. Yeah. The uh, mayor wouldn't accept the Water Tribe money, huh? He would not. We're going to be accepting all the money that we make by continuing to publish episodes of this podcast 
including episode 26 next week. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of money thanks to all of you fine listeners. So thank <laughs> you for listening to the show. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.